Culture and Psychology with Tabana. A very warm hello to our listeners. I'm sitting with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandrati, two of my colleagues and friends from Tavana organization. Uh, yesterday, we talked about mindset and in three parts of our conversation, we had different sort of um, conversation regarding culture, regarding how we perceive the world. And part of that seems uh, in a uh, one in one day we have the Valentine's, which is uh, February 14th. Uh, if you listen to us, we like to continue our conversation regarding culture, beliefs, and then cultural practices. And one of them is Valentine's, uh, which is February 14th. And I was just sharing with my friends um, before we start the show that is interesting in some parts of the world that they didn't celebrate uh, a day of love, a day of Valentine's, um, even though maybe they don't know the history background of it. But now because of Internet opening the world to different parts of the world that they didn't have any clue about what it means to celebrate Valentine's. And now they actually go to extreme and not only they celebrate the products now are just moving to different parts of the world from those countries that they didn't even know any idea what the Valentine's is now. So uh, we start with this and um, I want to say happy Valentine's to our listeners and I hope wherever you are, uh, you have uh, the love in your heart for anyone, not just your special person. So we begin with that and I start conversation with my colleagues. I know Daniel, this is one of probably Daniel's favorite holidays. And so I'm, I'm really interested in hearing what Daniel has. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll stop. I, I'm throwing Daniel under the bus. Uh, I'll, I don't I'll, know why I'll... I'm so targeted here. <laughs> but, okay, I'll play I'll, along. No, I'll no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> that open mindset. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll jump in here. Yeah, just in regards to, I think, even the, that idea of what it means to be, well, I guess maybe a question like w- there's so many aspects that we can focus on in regards to holidays, uh, the uh, Valentine's. I was thinking kind of the cultural piece a little bit in, in regards to when it comes to uh, romantic relationships uh, and even friendships, but uh, focusing maybe on little romantic relationships more, you know, how are we open to those cultural differences? Uh, what's it mean to even date somebody from a different culture uh, it's one of those things where I think a lot of times we don't think about our culture. Uh, it's just like mindset as we've been talking until we're encountering somebody who has a different culture or different uh, traditions or values or beliefs. And so that's one way I think we can maybe talk about it uh, related to culture. Uh, and I know that's something I see. I, I've seen it in, in, in a vast ar- array of ways where people can be very interested and very curious. I have a good friend who uh, is a different culture, uh, cultural background than his wife, um, and she's of, of Mexican descent. And so one of the things that he has been very proactive in is not only trying to learn Spanish uh, to communicate better with her and her family, 
but also they've been very adamant about raising their children uh, bilingual. And so that's something that he he agreed to. He he said, this is important in my relationship. And so it's something that I'm, I'm focusing on. Uh, so I think it can be one of those things where it can be, we could approach it with an openness and, and a curiosity and excitement. But then I also do see people struggle with it sometimes. It's like, oh, there's these different cultural beliefs or backgrounds that I didn't grow up this way and it's different. And so there's a little bit of clash in regards to, well, what are we going to do for the holidays? Uh, maybe not Valentine's Day being a, a big one people decide on besides maybe where to go for dinner or things like that. But uh, other holidays, uh, other beliefs can sometimes be a little bit challenging in that way. This is, again, part of our conversation, having an open mindset, because um, I've seen both ways. I have seen the intermarriages that works out perfectly, and the children are fully bilingual, fully bicultural, and um, the wife or husband has learned the language of the other person and is very comfortable associating with the culture that are new to it and they um, interact very comfortably. They love people uh, that they meet from the other culture. But I also have seen people that they have uh, intermarriages and doesn't work well because the person um, from the target culture, from the majority culture, doesn't like to go with the minority culture, minority language, and the children in between are focusing on usually mother's tongue that is um, prominent and it's uh, more focused. And the children are basically when they are grown, they envy why they didn't learn learn the other language. And I've seen both ways that uh, people who have been raised in both language, both cultures with open mind of their parent, uh, they enjoy it and they love it. And they can translate from this language to that language for people who don't know either languages. And um, they they feel like it's completely um, and fully um, enjoyable that they, they are raised bilingual. But it is, again, back to mindset. You know, we talked about it uh, uh, in our yesterday's talk, but also I feel like in every aspect, even openness to different culture, or if you're married with someone from another culture, when you're open, you basically learn more. You learn to associate with a big group from other culture. Yeah, it, it just reminds me of the idea too, if it's, it's one aspect of a person that if we're approaching any relationship in a way where it's like, well, and I hear this, well, I want them to like all these things I like, or I want them to be uh, doing these same things that I do. Then it's like, okay, are we looking for an individual with their own experiences, interests, and even their own cultural background? Or are we looking for somebody who's just a mirror of ourselves? And you know, in that there may not be as much opportunity for growth and and new experiences. And so I think if we think, well, let me go with just what I know, we can be limiting ourselves. And and if we focus our, I think we're romantic relationships on, let me find somebody who's just uh, aligned with me in every single way that 
you know, is important to me, it's probably going to be harder to find somebody in that way versus saying, what is this to that person? And what can that, uh, you know, bring to my life? Or how can I connect with them through that? Even if it isn't something I'm familiar with, or something that I, I do in that particular way. So uh, obviously, I'm biased being from a cultural background, I think it's always great to be able to see those different aspects of one's culture. It, it's, I think it's just an opportunity for growth of oneself, as well as even something that you can explore and even connect with with somebody romantically in that way. Absolutely. And again, goes back to your to the mindset, some people are so in tune with their own culture and language and they don't want to get out of that culture and language and they're very specific uh, and and i have seen people who came as open and they had marriages from different cultures but they hit a certain age and they were missing their culture they were missing you know being fully immersed in their, their own culture. So it's just one of those things you have to know yourself really well to see how much you are into your culture, how much you listen only to the music from your culture, how much you're associating with your culture. But if you have diverse friends, you know both languages, you you know languages and you love travel different parts of the world and this is your mindset, then you know you have the opportunity to open yourself to other cultures. But I mean, it's important again, back to uh, Daniel's question, do we know our mindset? Mm-hmm. It is it's really important to stop and think because this is an important decision in life that, um, you know, you want to raise your children probably differently, especially you have to remember that um, women, uh, they want their language to be taught to their children. Uh, usually they're the ones that, they're raising the children more so. I mean, it's both, but we know that children are more with their mothers. I mean, in general, um, although I have to say equally <laughs> with both, I have to take that back. I'm from old, <laughs> old culture. Um, no, but I'm just saying, but even in this culture, I see children are attached to their mothers more so and uh, whatever you know we see is more towards the mother. But, but it's a very um, important decision in life. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, and I think it's even important to distinguish this too, because I think this could be added to the conversation. I'm talking about dating. You're talking about marriage. And so I guess that even, <laughs> that's okay in the children. But I think that's, that even brings up this, this question of even within our culture, what is the purpose of dating? And so in some mm-hmm. cultures, the purpose of dating is not to just date and, you know, date somebody for a while and then have a new partner. And then you date them and you date somebody else. It's about, in some cultures, dating is about, you know, finding a spouse. And and even in some cultures, you don't date, you just, you know, you, you, whether it's, um, what's the word, like not pre-arranged marriages, uh, arranged marriages, uh, you know, where it's like, okay, like it's not get out there, date several people. And then finally you meet somebody. It's like, no, you, you're part of the culture is, this is who you're going to be married to. So I think that could even be something that's very different. You know, like what is the intent and focus of, you know, dating, of romantic relationships, even of marriage in that way? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. 
And uh, especially uh, in today's world, as um, I hear from even very restricted culture when it comes to uh, definitely uh, getting married if you're with someone living, you see that um, they call it uh, white marriage. That means there's no actually contract, but you live together. So you hear that is getting more and I mean, it's more and more in different societies that marriage has um, actually uh, become a question for uh, many people, uh, especially young people and young generation. Um, so it's important to look at um, the cultures and changes that is happening in the society. Um, at the school I was working, um, obviously, you know, young people, um, sometimes they date and they have um, uh, basically interaction um, when they're young and they don't realize that uh, they may end up having children at young age. So I was seeing more and more as we were moving uh, forward that um, many children were born without their parents being married. And I hear that in other societies, especially in Europe, just getting married and having the contract is not as much as, uh, you know, old days. So it's different culture. So we got to the first break um, and we come back, continue our conversation. But bef before we go to break, uh, I say some words in Farsi. شنوندگان عزیز رادیو بامداد به همراه دکتر دانیل راکرز دکتر الکساندرادی امروز در خدمتون هستیم به خاطر 14 فوریه و روز ولنتاینز ما داریم صحبت میکنیم راجع به روز عشق که در جاهای مختلف دنیا با وجودی که این فرهنگ درشون نبوده جشن گرفته میشه و همینطور در مورد مسائل فرهنگی باورها صحبت کردیم اگر تازه رادیوتون رو باز کردیم و فکر میکنیم که ممکنه کسی از صحبتهای ما استفاده بکنه خواهش میکنم ازشون دعوت کنین به جمع ما بپیوندن و صدای ما رو از رادیو بامداد گوش بدن ما روزهای شنبه و یک شنبه از ساعت دوازت که بعد از ظهر به زبان انگلیسی در مورد مسائل روز، مسائل فرهنگی و روانشناسی صحبت میکنیم و پادکست های زیادی داریم که میتونین از طریق سپاریفای، از طریق آیتون ما رو سرش کنیم و تحت تاپیک های مختلف ما رو در حقیقت پیدا کنین و در وقت مناسب به صدای ما گوش بدین. برمیگردیم دنباله صحبتمون رو ادامه میدیم.
are back with Dr. Rockers, Dr. Andrade, and this is Dr. Saide Malikapsali speaking. Uh, if you just turn on your radio and you're listening to us, we are from Radio Bamdad, and on Saturdays and Sundays, we speak in English on um, cultural and psychological topics. Uh, the first part of our conversation was about continuation of our yesterday conversation regarding mindset. And today uh, we were talking about um, dating. We were talking about Valentine's, which we call it the love day in um, Iran. And also the intermarriages, the language and culture, the beliefs and um, what happens to children um, when the marriages are from different cultures. And we continue our conversation and we are welcome any comments from Dr. Rockers, uh, who was quiet the first part? He's a man of love. So, you know, we definitely should hear from him. Okay. So I, it's, it seems like Dr. Rockers has some internet issues. So uh, we continue. Um, maybe Dr. Andrade, you can comment on that. Yeah. Yeah. I like to, I, in regards to, I think another cultural aspect of it is even just thinking of American culture. <clears throat> One of the uh, popular ideas uh, for sometimes has been uh, love languages and how we express our love. And one of the aspects of that is this idea of gift giving. And I think in thinking of Valentine's Day, sometimes there can be this pressure in relationships to kind of meet a certain expectation or need of the culture, like on this day, like this is what we're supposed to do. I, I made the joke earlier about, you know, picking where you go to dinner. It's, you know, what dinner, what flowers, a card, maybe. I mean, what are some of those other stereotypical things? I mean, those are like, this is what you're supposed to. And it's a thoughtful gift too. You got a gift and a thoughtful gift. But I think it's one of those things where they can feel that pressure and expectation on both sides, I think both people in the relationship can feel a pressure to not only give that, but also to receive that. But I think it's always worthwhile to <clears throat> talk about it with one another and say, you know, how do we want to celebrate this? How do we want to kind of show our love, our care, our affection versus just kind of falling in with the cultural norms or expectations? Because I find when we just do that, that we're supposed to get each other gifts or we're supposed to, you know, get flowers and, and, and go to eat. Yeah, it, it could be okay. And it can even be good. But I think we're missing out on an opportunity to really connect in a very intentional and a deeper level than just what we're supposed to do. But what feels good for us in our relationship? What's going on in our life that feels like we can stop to acknowledge the love and the care that we have for one another without it feeling like a pressure to buy something or surprise somebody or, you know, go to the nicest restaurant uh, or, you know, a place where we feel like we're supposed to go and create some financial pressure or burden on ourselves. So I, I think it can be so important to kind of reflect on, you know, not just what are we supposed to do? What does the culture say or the dominant culture say, but how do we want to go about this? What feels good for us as a couple? So do you think they should converse regarding that before, just keeping it inside and feeling that pressure? Well, it kind of goes to, uh, yes. And I, I would say it goes to what you mentioned earlier, the idea of, you know, it is important to talk about, you know, what do we 
not just want in our marriage or what we want in parenting, but I think it's also important to talk about, you know, what do we want in dating and being able to say, like, how do we want to date each other? And I know that sounds like a strange question. A lot of times people probably just like, no, when you date each other, you're dating each other. But then I find what happens is people are kind of coming from different uh, places as far as what are they wanting not just out of the relationship, but what are they wanting to put into the relationship too? And so saying even, and I think it starts with one of the big things we talk about in dating is, are we seeing anybody else? Or are we, you know, only seeing each other? Are we, you know, committing to each other in that way? And so also saying, you know, how do we want to communicate even when it comes to things like expenses? Like, how do we navigate that? You know, if we're going on a trip together, you know, who, how do we do that? Am I, you know, as the man, am I expected to pay or is the person who is maybe the, uh, who makes more of the money than their partner, are they expected to pay? Is that something that is split, you know, mutually, um, you know, and probably talk about money and relationships, maybe on a different episode, but Again, I think it's just this idea of how do we talk about these things that not could be conflictual, but we don't want to just assume it's a certain way because then we can unintentionally both be coming into the relationship with these assumptions. And then we're met with those sometimes more in a conflictual way than a constructive way. And we can say, what do we want to do? What feels good for us? Let's, you know, explore that and talk about that. So yeah, even when it comes down to, you know, something that that's meant to be maybe a celebration or acknowledgement of our love, even that I find can be one of those things that ends up being a stressor or frustrating or, or even the worst, you know, when people fight on Valentine's Day or because of Valentine's Day, then it's just like, oh, great. Like this is the opposite of what we're hoping to do today or wanting to do today. Funny because one of our friends was sharing with us that uh, his wife was mad that he didn't take anything home for Valentine's, not not flower. And then he said, "I told my wife, why didn't you? Why are you expecting me? And then you didn't <laughs> expect yourself." And that was an eye opening. That was long time ago that he shared, but it always stick in my mind that if. I mean, it's both ways, right? So that was interesting because mostly, I guess it's sort of cultural that women are expecting something to happen from the men of their life. But when you really think about it, it's equal. So if it's the relationship, however this relationship is, whether dating, whether marriage, whether however, but it's both ways. Valentine's is Valentine's. But I mean, that was very interesting to hear that, that sometimes um, uh, women are more uh, into expectations um, than men are. And I think sometimes I hear from men that they say, oh, we don't mind. We just do it because they feel like they're obligated and they have done it and they have to continue doing it. Well, I think we integrate and that speaks to this idea. I think we, we integrate those cultural norms or beliefs, those beliefs into our norms where it's like, no, as a man, I'm supposed to do this, or as a woman, I'm supposed to do this, or, you know, in a relationship, this is what I'm supposed to do. And we don't always stop and talk about, well, what are our thoughts and our ideas about what our partner is supposed to do for us, what we're supposed to do for our partner. And I think it can be so fruitful sometimes because, it gives us an opportunity 
on, on a more mutual kind of level to say, well, does that work for us? Because somebody might say, you know what, I, I, I'm, you know, it's not the old age old, don't get me anything for Valentine's Day. I don't really want anything, but then I'm mad later. But like, honestly, being able to say not just for Valentine's Day, but, you know, what a, what a gift giving mean to us? You know, is there another way that feels more powerful when we express that love? Is it, you know, in in the love languages, you know, some are words of affirmation, uh, quality time, you know, to to go on a walk with one's partner may be more valuable than buying them something. And so it's not just, you know, what am I supposed to do or what do people do? It's what resonates with you, what makes you feel loved, what makes you feel seen, heard, supported in those ways. Uh, Because yeah, what works for us maybe doesn't work for the other person. What's worked in one relationship may not work in this other relationship. So it's not just this, this is what I do when I'm dating somebody or when I'm married or when I'm with somebody, I have to do this flowers, card, fancy dinner, you know, that, that may not be the way that you want to celebrate Valentine's Day. Um, I'm glad you brought up different language of love, because as you were talking, I was just thinking about that, that uh, some people are gift givers, and they show their love by giving gifts. Some people, they by action, they do something that their partner or their um, loved ones, they like, and by action, they show their love. And uh, as you said, some people by affirmation, you know, so uh, when you just talk to them, you affirmed your um, interest and love for them. So yeah, we have to find out what our partners is looking for, because these are all important. I think in relationship, you need to talk about these things. Like, what would you like if you are the man that you like word of affirmation or somebody does something for you in action, you want to see the love? Um, you know, this language cannot be just expected by expectation without conversation. How would the other person know that you're expecting. And sometimes anger, as we know, is unfulfilled expectations. When your expectation is not fulfilled without even realizing that you haven't had this in conversation to let the other person know, you were ang- you, you become angry. You feel like, why did this person didn't do that? Or why did he do this, which you know didn't mean much to me, um, but I wanted a gift or I wanted, you know, someone to affirm their um, love in language. I mean, all sorts of things, because we are not the same. We are all different. And I think we have talked about this in relationship. Communication is major. And I think a lot of uh, even marriages, a lot of um, relationships are damaged by not communicating and passing your interest or passing um, your dislike or your, you know, expressing your feelings about something that you don't like, how are you expecting the other person know these things? Because not many people would think the same as you do. So we talked about this in different conversations we had. We have different culture, family culture, we have different beliefs, we have different, you know, worldview. Uh, So our mind is different than someone else's mind and the expectations need to be 
clearly um, talked about. Yeah, definitely. We, we have a couple of minutes before the break and it's this kind of a tangent. So this is why I want to mention this now, but it kind of relates. And I'm kind of curious your take on this too. Communication is important. Part of therapy for individuals sometimes is learning to communicate with their partner. One of the things that I've learned over the years of doing therapy is typically I will not see patients on Valentine's Day because they don't want to schedule uh, and, and sometimes not because of this thing we're talking about, not because, oh, it's Valentine's Day, I have a lot planned, but oh, it's Valentine's Day that night. You know, if I'm going to see them in the evening, yeah, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> and so it's like, wait, there's this attitude of like, I could probably get in trouble if I don't do something on Valentine's Day. So even during the, you know, the evening of Valentine's Day, you know, scheduling patients is, is very limited. Uh, even the day of, I find sometimes it's like, well, I can maybe do remote as we're doing video sessions now, but yeah, probably not in person. I, I can't take that time on that day. So one of the things I'm doing this year, at least is I'm not seeing anybody on that day. I'm, I'm taking the whole day off. Cause I'm just like, there's a sense of like, almost like I find for males and maybe true for, for females too, but almost a sense of like, I should do something that day even when it comes to something that's meant to be healing and giving for the individual, as well as even for the relationship, because it's going to uh, transcend the individual and it's going to help in their family life and their relationships. So even something like therapy can be like, well, how can I do that that day? What, what has your experience been with that as far as seeing patients on Valentine's day? Yeah, or, uh, I, I'm glad you brought this up because there's so much to talk about this. So let's just have a break. And come back to continue our conversation. شنوندگان عزیز رادیو بامداد امروز من به همراه دوستان و همکارانم دکتر راکرز و دکتر اندراده در خدمتون هستیم. دکتر راکرز با ما بود در شروع ولی مثل اینکه یک کمی تکنیکال پرابلم پیدا کرد و الان دیگه من و دکتر راکرز هستیم. من سعیده ملک افسلی هستم و روزهای شنبه و شنبه در خدمتون به زبان انگلیسی با همکاران و دوستانم از شرکت تبانا هستیم که صحبت میکنیم راجب روز عشق ولنتاینز دی صحبت کردیم تا کنون و الان یک بریک کوتاه میدیم برمیگردیم دنباله صحبتمون رو ادامه میدیم از رادیو بامداد صحبت منو میشنوین و پادکست های ما رو میتونین از طریق سپاریفای و از طریق آیتون که حدود بیش از 1556 پادکست تا کنون بوده در وقت مناسب به تیترهای برنامه ما توجه کنین و در صحبتهای ما راجب فرهنگ و روانشناسی اگر کامنتی دارین اگر پیشنهادی دارین محبت کنین با رادیو بامدار تماس بگیرین و اونها به ما خواهند گفت و ما سعی میکنیم که برنامه رو ترتیب بدیم که مورد توجه و علاقه بیشتر شما باشه با ما باشی
We're back with Dr. Andrade. Uh, this is Saide Malik Absali speaking. Uh, so far, if you just turn on your radio and haven't been listening to us, we've been talking about several topics uh, in one uh, episode that we have. Uh, language of love, beliefs and cultures, language um, of dating, even communication, marriages, uh, so many other topics came along when we were talking about the love day. Uh, so um, Dr. Andrade brought a topic that I like to uh, talk about that because um, when you talked about um, the day of uh, Valentine's, uh, there's a pressure also on many people that they feel like they should do something. And especially if you're a woman, you feel like you're um, haven't been asked to be out, you haven't received flowers, you haven't received gifts. And if you're a man, you may feel like, oh, I'm lonely, I don't have someone um, special in my life. And uh, if you're a patient, uh, you may just feel um, more depressed that, oh, it's Valentine's, um, you want to cancel maybe your appointment, um, so many things that comes to mind regarding that. And I think cultural pressure, it's uh, really in this culture specifically, and I'm sure in other cultures, is huge in people's life. And it's uh, basically creating so many um, other issues regarding that, which is a lot uh, psychological as we face. And uh, to be honest with you, I feel like Valentine's Day um, should be more discussed and have conversation about. Because as we began to talk about, and especially in the second part of our conversation, expectations on Valentine's Day. This is something that uh, the pressure is a lot on many people as we hear um, from psychological point of view. And the competition, the media, um, you know, a lot. And in relationship, it's uh, major and it affects. And, and if we extend this to other parts of this culture, competition and, you know, expectations uh, from the culture that we have or we live in. Uh, I think these are things that uh, needs to be more open and converse about. Yeah, definitely. It's something I see that pressure. Yeah. As you, as we're kind of connecting it to even the pressure to, uh, you know, can they do those things that they would maybe normally do on that day? Maybe not feeling like they can and having to instead either and, you know, plan something and do something or feeling like, well, I need to be available in case I, I, you know, something is going to happen or I'm supposed to do something in that way. So, yeah, which I, I think to some extent, you know, we are all, you know, we all feel a little, some pressure and some expectation to do certain things within our lives. But yeah, I think there's a lot of times there can be missed opportunities. And I think Valentine's Day is one where, even as you know, a single person, that can be an opportunity, a day where you're giving to yourself in that way, thinking of you know the love you have for yourself, thinking of the love you have for family. Um, it, it can be yes, traditional, traditionally centered around romantic relationships too. But like you said, it's called Love Day, and so we can expand it in that way to focus on love in other ways if that's not something that we're having in our life at that moment. Um, 
And if anything, it can make us, you know, think about it, even maybe as we're talking about it, thinking about how would we want that to be not, oh, great. It's something that I'm going to have to, you know, do again, but instead think, how would I want to approach that thinking of what feels like love to me? What are those ways that love are expressed or communicated? And I want to go back to our conversation from yesterday, mindset. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to start um, bringing our own self into this and question ourselves. What is my mindset about this? Do I really like to be under pressure of the culture to follow? You know, So you have to really ask a lot of questions from yourself. Some people may love it. That's great. They can buy presents for their loved ones, uh, parents, uh, siblings, or, uh, you know, that's how they like to show their loves. That's fine. And some people feel pressure in order to show their love uh, because expectations from others and especially their loved ones is different. I think these are all questions that back to mindset, we need to be open to it and we need to converse about and communicate. Uh, But Generally speaking, um, we need to really uh, think about things deeper to um, take the pressure off more than anything. Um, So what is life all about? What is my perception of life? What do I want of life? What does love mean to me? What does the expression of love mean to me? I mean, these are all the questions that sometimes we don't give ourselves time to think about. We don't even, we just follow because the culture has shown that part of the face um, to us. But is it really what it is? Is it really what we want to follow? So these are questions we need to ask. And as I'm thinking about this, I think a lot of times there is a joy and excitement to Valentine's Day. Those don't have to be questions that we ask in a, what is love to you? And what is love, like in a way where it's like, wait, what is this, you know, but more of a, you know, exploring and, and learning about our partner in a way where, or, or learning about ourselves in a way where, how can we use that information to cultivate and, and to strengthen those love relationships even more versus it being something of, oh, well, I don't have it in this way or, oh, we're doing it wrong. Like, no, this is something just like in life. We're always learning and growing and evolving in that way. Let's look at that as, you know, let's look at, you know, Valentine's Day. Let's look at love in general. These questions about love as an opportunity to do that. We can he- hear the question, you know, what are ways that I can show what are the ways that I can express love to you in a way that really makes you feel valued and appreciated and acknowledged as things I'm not doing or ways I'm failing you now? No, it doesn't have to be that. It can be, these are the things that I've been doing and I want to kind of refine that. So it, it resonates with you more. So it, it gives to you even more because I find when we give in any relationship, when we give for the sake of giving, we end up receiving more than we could have even anticipated with not any intention of, oh, what am I going to get back? But just truly giving to give, to love, to love. We can find that that is more valuable than expecting something in return or giving conditionally in that way. When we give with love, it, it, it goes so much further. It means so much more that people want to give that love back uh, oftentimes as well. Yeah, I mean, that, those are great, um, you know, 
words that you brought to the conversation. I think it is really, really important that uh, our um, expectation, first of all, as much as possible to be the least, because then we are bothered if the expectations is not fulfilled. So if we bring our expectations down and love um, unconditionally, which is not that easy, but again, back to mindset, I think that um, is a lot, uh, I think self-awareness and working with your mind, with your heart and with your perception of life to see um, you know, if you expect too much, you're actually putting yourself into more pressure than receiving uh, love and receiving, um, you know, comfort, um, warmth. Because I think when you expect more, you're putting yourself into a lot of um, pressure because people don't know your expectations unless you're very clear. But I think also the fact that this uh, last two years we were um, experiencing this COVID, um, which was um, unknown for a long time. And then after even vaccination and everything, still there are other things that come on our way has changed a lot of perceptions of people because I, when I talk to people, uh, many of people who were very materialistic now think differently. Uh, people who were basically just, um, you know, engaged in so many different social, um, you know, aspect of life. Now they're questioning, they're spending more time at home and they're um, internalizing many things that uh, these, uh, this amazing experience, I think that was uh, amazing to the world. It wasn't just cultural. I think it brought into many people's life. You know, we don't know many individuals that we can talk to and see how much they have changed. But um, just regularly, when I talk to different people, I realize a lot of them bring this to the conversation that um, this situation has changed their mindset. They're not as materialistic. They don't think about money as much as they were. Um, they feel like they want a comfortable life, safe uh, life, and also health becomes more and more important for them. Yeah, I think that's definitely that, you know, the, the pandemic and social distancing has really impacted uh, how we, you know, it's challenged our mindset in so many ways. And also too, I mean, what it means to show and express love both through those physical means, as well as even, you know, how we're, you know, going out in the world and how we're interacting with others in that way. Uh, I know like in, in some cultures and even for myself, I could say, you know, uh, physical touch is very important in regards to when I greet friends and, and family, I'll hug them. And so that's one thing that's been very different in that way where we've had to kind of explore like, wait, what, what's okay? What's not okay? Recognizing a little bit more vigilance now. If somebody's saying they're sick, even they're like, oh no, I tested negative, but I have a cold. I think before it's like, oh, it's okay. I probably won't get it. Now it's like, well, okay, I'm going to, you know, I, I hear that you're negative, but I'm going to be a little extra cautious in that way and probably not give you a hug um, just because it's like, yes, that's how I express that and show that. But yeah, we've, we've, you know, it's challenged what's happened in the world is kind of 
impacted and challenged that mindset to a whole different degree. So, uh, yeah. And then even like you said, in regards to relationships, you know, people being quarantined together and people, you know, kind of going and exploring on that deeper level, like what is our relationship? What does allow us to connect? What are those things that we do like that we don't like? Uh, yeah, that's something that I've found has been really interesting as well that I've seen relationships strengthen during that time. And I've seen others kind of uh, uh, kind of dissolve in that time as well. Absolutely. I am uh, hoping that we get a clear data to see how this uh, pandemic has affected uh, relationship. And I'm sure there are many researchers that they're already working on that. But one thing for sure, um, I don't know if it's around me, but fortunately, what I see is mostly relationships have been tighter, have been more sincere, has been uh, closer. And um, it is very fortunate um, to see that almost none that I have seen around me that they complain from being home. But all I hear is, you know, the relationship is better. They spend more time with each other. They are getting to know each other even at this point better because in the past it was just work, work, socializing work, and then being out and not having that much time to watch a movie together, to talk more, to cook together, to have uh, very healthy activities outdoor And this is uh, basically out of, you know, there's always out of many things, there are always good things to look at. And I think this pandemic took many lives, which is very sad. But on the other hand, um, you know, those that uh, they could go through this hardship together, uh, for the most part, I mean, I don't know about this statistic, but I see um, even from people that uh, we were, distance, but sometimes we talk about, you know, how's it going? And they always uh, talk about they can read more, they can watch movie more, they can be together. So the love day or Valentine's Day, I know in our country, they call it the love day. Um, We have to see how that goes. Are the restaurants are going to be all full? reservation is going to be difficult because I know in the past it was very difficult to find a place to go to. I don't know about um, now with cautious that most people we here have. So we'll have to see. All right, uh, Dr. Andrade, um, we got to the end of our conversation, but um, talking about Valentine's, talking about relationship, now we we are at the end of our program. So we we can each say a statement in regard to Valentine's. Yeah. What I would encourage listeners to reflect on, you know, what is the kind of, as you were alluding to those questions, I think it's always a great starting point. You know, what are those ways that we express love? What are those ways that we receive love? Uh, you know, not to promote the, the love languages is the only way that we can explore that. But I think it's just a great question. You know, what are those ways or times in our, in our life that we felt really loved, really nurtured, supported. Uh, what are those times where we've seen that maybe people were attempting to that, but it didn't quite land for us in that way so that we can start to communicate, not just to ourselves, but even to others in our life, what is kind of helpful for us. And it can be small to even just saying, hey, like, you know, with a friend, for example, like, hey, 
you know, it's great when you text me from time to time. It really, it really makes me feel like, you know, yes, lives are busy, things are going on, but you know, it just, it, it helps me to feel like we're connected. We're keeping that contact, even in that small way versus feeling like, well, I can't because they're busy. You know, we, we don't need to tell someone, you know, you need to make, you know, hours, of, you know, per week for me. No, we can just say even those small ways of communication can be helpful or, hey, let's get together from time to time, uh, you know, so we can, you know, see each other. I mean, like even just saying that is what helps me feel valued in this relationship, this connection that I know feel good for me or that uh, impact me. And then being open to, you know, what works for them and trying to find that balance of how can we show each other how we're trying to give to that relationship, how we're trying to nurture that relationship. So that, that'd be my recommendation, my encouragement for, for listeners. Um, what about for yourself, Sadie? What would you like to leave listeners with? Today? Um, I, I was just going to say um, as in um, continuation of what you were recommending, because you said simple things, uh, just sending maybe a little note or something to a friend or to someone you really appreciate in your life. Um, we have heard so much about the clips that people send to each other. And they always say something about um, if somebody doesn't contact you often, but just sends you a message, even a forward, that means it's thinking of you. So it is really important to, even with little things, appreciate it. The friends that even they think about you among all other people that they send you a clip, they send you a note, uh, even that is uh, appreciated. So just try to appreciate things in life. Um, have a very pleasant day on Valentine's Day, whether you're doing something, you're sitting at home, whether you're alone. I have a friend who sometimes says, I celebrate my being alone. And I, <laughs> and I always uh, like the way she talks about it. She says, you just don't know sometimes how happy I am just sitting at home. I just cook, I take care of myself and I enjoy. So it's just all about mindset again, back to that. Uh, have a wonderful Valentine's and I wish you so much love and happiness. And until next week, uh, we wish you the best.
بکاری از دل گل گل براری در زمستان در باران زیر باران گل بکاری گر بخواهی
رادیو بامداد صدای ما و شما با زبانی آشنا